0: وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرة عما بعد والحمد لله we continue to read through some of the speech of Imam Baabahari in his book شرح السنة some of the تعلقات of a Sheikh Fawzan حفده الله and we reached a point where we're discussing some of the Sigar muhlafat and the tahdeer, the warning against the smaller, or, what regard, or regard as being the smaller affairs of Bida uh, innovation, newly invented affairs. Before that, if we just, before we go into that, if we just discuss and quickly recap what we discussed last week and what was the main discussion about last week. Regarding innovations, what did we mention last week about innovations? All right, what were the main points that we mentioned last week in regards to, in regard, or regarding the innovations? That if someone was to leave a bidah, they do not leave a bid'at except what? you leave a that, then the result of that is one of the that you do not leave a that except that in response to that you leave off something from the sunnah as well now or you do not embark upon a bid'ah rather if it takes on an innovation then this results in them leaving off something from the sunnah why because it's not possible for the sunnah and bid'ah to cause this is one another. Nah, it's, not, it's not possible for a bid'ah and sunnahs to call this with one another. Sheikh bin Baz, he mentions as well, in relation to the affair of da'wah, he mentions something that relates to this and how da'wah should be given. What does he mention when he, when he says, Go into a people that are upon a particular way, my friend? I'm talking about a particular innovation. How should you present the affair to them? How do you present it? How should you present it to them? To the Refer them to the text first and foremost, no doubt. Refer them to the text. You don't just say leave off what you're upon. You have to mention evidences. Now, what else? Give them something similar to what they doing from the sunnah. Exactly. Give them something to replace it with from the sunnah, so they have an innovation. So they're upon a particular innovation. Now. It has to be clear, that they have to be well aware that what they're upon is something that is mukhalif of sunnah. Something that opposes the haqq. But also Ibn Muhammad Muhammad he mentions that you replace it with something from the sunnah. We gave the example of the maulid. Either person, for example, you're discussing something, or you're discussing the maulid with an individual. And the person says, I'll celebrate the the, the, the birthday of the Prophet wasallam." you present to him the reality that this is not from the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. that in all of his years that he was alive alayhi salatu did not he did not celebrate this nor are there any evidences that any of the companions after him celebrated it. So you, you make it clear that this is something which is mukhalif al-haq that it's something which opposes the truth. Then alongside that you mention the alternative naam and the alternative in that, from the sunnah is what? But not so fast on Monday, because you're talking about celebration. So what's the what's the alternative? The Eid, the two days of Eid, that you make ta'zim of these of these days, and you give them their due rights. That the person celebrates in a manner which is in accordance with the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But they make the most of these days. They make the most of the al-Fitr They make the most of al-Adha Bel made make the most of Juma, as mentioned in the narration that Juma is taken as a Eid as well. And so not only do you remove one affair, you remove the bid'ah from the individual from the individual, but you tell you give them something to replace it with. And so this is what is mentioned by Sheikh Ibn That not only do you inform of the Haqq, and you and also what he mentioned as well is that you you educate the people about the Sunnah. Acquaint the people with the Sunnah. How many times do you find that an individual, for example, he says, I'm attached to Fulan, he's attached to an individual. Or how do I advise so-and-so, he's attached to this individual, or this individual is a How do you advise such an individual? And you say, and what, from the best of means, is sometimes that you don't talk about that person directly, initially. However, you address the Shubahat that the person is upon. And you address the Sunnah in regards to Shubahat and regards to his Mukalafat and in regards to the things that he's opposed to the Sunnah in, you address those things. If the person is sincere and if the person is truthful in their claim that I want to follow the Haqq. if he's truthful in that claim, then he will say that I will that I will follow the truth whenever in whatever happens, or whoever it is with. You explain to him, these are the mukhalafat of the sunnah. If I do mention names, thereafter you can mention the name. And Fulan is upon this, friend If the person is truthful, he'll follow that, and leave the individual. If the person is not, then maybe he will cling to that person. He'll cling to him for the individual. So you inform the people of the sunnah. Inform the people, this is what the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa is. This is how we follow the sunnah. This is the etiba of the Salafah Salih. Because, no doubt, what you find in reality is that people that seek to oppose, they will seek to oppose people of sunnah by way of, yani tuhnat. They will seek to oppose people of sunnah by way of giving and throwing different forms of yeah, the accusations. Accusations of uh, slant and slanders, yeah, accusations of uh, ghuru, for example, yeah, that these people are extreme that these people, that these the Muslims, or the, the Ahl-Sunnah, these individuals that come to Salafi, مثلا, that they are the ones that make takfir of all the Muslims. You see this, you hear these things are mentioned. However, the reality is, as Sheikh Fawzan, or he mentions, that Ahl-Sunnah do, do not make takfir of anyone, except for those, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or his Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam make takfir of. Uh, who Allah ta'ala has mentioned. Or who his Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned. Uh, in such and such an individual. If they do this then they are upon. Yani. Kufr. And it's not that, these indiv- that the people are upon haq. Make ta'yeen whenever. At, at every single point where they talk about this one and that one is not Muslim. No, it's not the case. However, these are examples and these are things that are thrown and these are uh, accusations that are are, are thrown in order to cause the people to disperse and flee from the people of Sunnah. It's the reality. However, as mentioned, it's about, if if you are an individual that is educating people about the Sunnah, first and foremost, so you acquaint the people with the truth, then... You can make it maybe becomes a lot easier for you to make that affair of Batil manifest. And they understand where the Batil is. And they can differentiate upon what is Batil. Allah to knows best. So now, we go on to today's lesson, insha'Allah. And today's lesson, uh, as we mentioned, is regards the warning, the tahdeer, and the sigar, and the muhdafat. Uh, because someone read the beginning, inshallah, the, the Arabic? I have to look. If anyone don't put their hands up, I'm just gonna have to look who's got Arabic book in front of them. You know how it goes. Um, uh, It's <laughs> <laughs> بذلك كله بدأت في هذه الأمه كان أولها صغيراً بذلك فيها ثم لم يستطع منها يدان في به، سراط المستقيم فخرج من الإسلام. <تصفيق> The author said, beware of a little newly that matters because small innovations will add up till it becomes big. This was the case with every innovation introduced in this Ummah. At the beginning, it was small looking like the truth. Then, one, uh, then the one who entered into it was deceived by it. And that was unable to come out, and then was unable to come out of it. So it became big and taken as a religion through which worship is made. So he contradicted, contradicted the straight way, and thus went out of the fold of Islam. No. Okay. And so, here, Baba Hari mentions, So beware of the smaller newly invented affairs, or newly invented actions from monster affairs we understand from this first and foremost that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala akmala had the ala rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has completed this deen with his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam no doubt when we refer to islam i the fair of islam itself that islam can be in reference to that which is am and that which is khas islam is something which is general and is specific you have the general islam <laughs> I the Islam that was sent to every prophet and messenger. As Allah wa Ta'ala states, Indeed, I have sent to every nation a messenger with the command to worship Allah Ta'ala alone and stay away from the false deities. I this command to worship Allah Ta'ala alone. The command to stay away from false deities. This is the Islam. The affair of being upon Tawheed, the warning against shirk. No doubt this is Islam. And so every prophet and messenger was upon Islam. Na'am. And so when you hear the butlan of such individuals where they say that Islam is the last of the monotheistic religions, you hear this? Or it's the newest of the monotheistic religions. This is Ba'ati. And this is false. Because Islam was the first deen and the diana of mankind. Understand as well, the Feequm, that everyone from amongst mankind, anyone... Every single individual from the Doruriyat, so from the things that are a must for an individual, is that he has some form of Diana. He has some form of religiousness. Now, even the individual that says, I'm not religious, he says, I don't follow a religion, now, he's such, he's such an individual, he still has a belief system. So, as us as individuals, as mankind, just as we need to eat and drink, just as we're in need of breathing, just as we're in need of our aqool, just as we're in need of our intellects, in order to navigate life itself. Mankind, us as individuals, as mankind, we are in need of a dhyana, a belief system. And so, from the first, or oh, the first of those belief systems was Islam. That began with Adam, alayhis And Al-Istislam lillah. I, the one that submits to Allah Islam I, in the general sense. And so this deen of Islam began with that which was revealed to Adam. And so thus a Shaykh and a shaykh Ali Nasir of he mentions that the deen of Islam was completed, I, in terms of revelation was completed with Anabina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where he mentioned, where Allah Taala revealed the ayah, al That today I perfect your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and chosen Islam as your religion. So this is the completion of the the Deen of Islam, and from the, the 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 message that was sent to all the prophets and messengers before him, all the up until. The revelation that came to him, and the Shaykh mentions Sheikh Ali Nasir. He mentions after that ayah was revealed, then there was no revelation after it. There was no revelation after it. Before the ayah was revealed, then this was when the Prophet sallallahu performed the Hajj al-Wada with the farewell Hajj, where he engaged in in the affair of Yani Nasiha. Where he would advise he advise his companions upon the journey for towards the uh, on the Hajj and during the Hajj itself. No doubt the Hajj itself contained a Nasah, many advices to his companions. And this was the completion of or the beginning of the completion of the revelation, the beginning of the end, if you like, of the revelation itself. And so with this we understand that if the revelation is complete, it's perfected. There cannot be anything there cannot be anything after perfection. There cannot be anything more complete after completion. So if you understand that this religion has been perfected, if you understand this religion has been complete, Naam, and the religion we always talk about specifically Islam, then in specific sense we're referring to Islam that was revealed to the Nabi, Muhammad. We're referring to the affair of the Dawah of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. That dawah that began in Mecca. For the 13 years in Mecca, which was the da'wah, which, which was focused upon Tawheed. What was upon the individual, upon the servant, was to be upon Tawheed. And to leave of shirk. <coughs> Naam. To, to be upon Tawheed, to leave of, shirk, leave of shirk. Thereafter, the majority of the ahkam, the rulings in deen were revealed when the Prophet wasallam and his companions وسلم, were in al Medina. <coughs> And so this is when we have the, the, the final parts of the revelation. The person is not able to oppose these things or bring anything new after these things because this is perfection, as we said. It's perfection. This is completion. And the, the point mentioned here by Baba Hari, where he mentions that the person must be wary of the smaller affairs, the smaller newly invented affairs, Naam because these this is this small bidah something that you regard as being a small bit you regard it as being small you regard it as being minuscule however it will become big Naam, this thing that you regard as being small will become big and Sheikh shaykh Ali Hafidah Allah mentions, every bid'ah began as a small affair. Every bid'ah began as a small affair. And every bid'ah essentially was a chink in the armor of a taqwa. Every bid'ah was a chink in the armor of a taqwa. It was where you found. That there was a naqs in taqwa. Because the taqwa essentially, as the Shaykh mentions, is the emptifa bin awamir, wa al-nawahi. Ishtinaa al-nawahi. The, the, the affair of taqwa is that the person adheres to the commands of Allah, ta'ala. The commands of Allah, whether they be the commands of Allah, by Allah, directly, whether it be within the ayat or the hadith al-kursi, no, I had even could see rather, or it is from the the commands of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the commands of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam are not from himself, but rather they are from Allah to wa ta'ala. quarter. Allah, no, what mayntake you the power in him is a They do not speak from his own desires, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Rather, he spoke from revelation. And he revealed and he received revelation. This is the Prophet. He revealed he received revelation. And so from the affair of taqwa, is that the person adheres to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first and foremost. From the affair of taqwa is that the person stays away and avoids that which has been prohibited. Naam, the manhiyads. the things that have been prohibited for us as individuals and Sheikh Ubaid al-Jabri rahimahullah He also mentions as well a third category from taqwa Where he mentions that from taqwa as well is Ishtinab al-Mushabihat And he mentions rahimahullah that taqwa is also staying away from the doubtful matters The phase of doubt So, if a person truly adhering to taqwa If a person truly adhering to taqwa then, first and foremost, he's going to adhere to the commands of Allah. For the greatest commands of Allah, no doubt, or the greatest command of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is a Tawhid. The greatest command of Allah, ta'ala, is to adhere to the Sunnah. The person adhering to the Sunnah, يعني, There's nothing that can come to him from harm and evil, by way of evil indeed. Likewise as well, when it comes to the affair of Taqwa, is that the person stays away from the prohibitions the greatest thing we're prohibited from is shirk. One of the things that we're prohibited from are bid'ah. Yeah, innovations. But when the person now allows for that for that naqs in taqwa then he may allow for a newly invented affair to enter upon him. Naam Sheikh Ali Hafidullah he also mentions that these uh, manhiyat, the things that have been prohibited from us. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, manahana and al-shia, uh, do, do not prohibit us from things, except that we're able to withhold with, with from them. We've not been prohibited from anything, except that where, where we are capable of withholding from it, and not doing it. And if we do not withhold from it, then of course harm will come. Allah subhanahu wa taala is the is the Hakim, the Allah Ta-A'la is the one that creates is the creator. Allah subhanahu wa taala is the all wise. Allah taala is all knowing. He knows the affair of the creation. So when He prohibits an affair for us, first and foremost, it's within our capability to leave it. It's within our capability to leave it. That's the first thing. Second thing is that it's been prohibited for us for our maslaha, for our benefit. So when we leave off something, we leave off something because it's beneficial for us to leave it. Or um, on the the reverse, that we leave off something because it's harmful for us to do it. And sometimes it takes, it takes people to hear, Evidences from outside of the Nusus for the accept that stuff is harmful. So they'll hear that, that of the Tahrim, for the Tahrim of the Lahm al They hear the Tahrim of, the, of the, 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 the meat of pork and swine. And they will only really hold on to the belief that it's harmful when they see scientific papers about it, for example. Well, you'll see a scientific paper saying that if the person that eats this meat, this will bring up, this will cut off X amount of years of your life. How many times you see articles like this, that if you eat this, it's a carcinogenic. If you eat that, it's, it's something which is can- could cause cancer. Allah has informed us of what is harmful for us. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has informed us what is harmful by way of the nahi. As soon as he prohibits it from us, we know it's harmful. We know it's not; it's to our detriment. We know that leaving it is for our maslaha, it's for our benefit, Wallahu A'ala. Now, and so, Shaykh Rouzani goes and mentions, the relation to these smaller affairs, لا تتساهل بشي من البدعة. ولو كان صغيرا, فإنه يكبر وينضاف إليه غيره. وهذا من المفاصل البدعة. And so, when it comes to innovation, when it comes to bidah, then a person should not be lax Now, I'm with anything from innovation. A person should not be lax with anything from innovations. Because if he's lax with that innovation, understand that it will become greater. It may appear to him to be something small initially but it will become something greater bigger and increase. Now because the person has opened the door of innovations. So the person should not be lax in, re- in relation to them. And it should not be said that this bidah this is the small bidah. And you find that person may say, this bid'ah, this innovation is small. Shaitan may come to an individual in relation to innovation and cause the person to make maqarana with other affairs of dalala. Maybe other innovations or kufr even. So a person may say, this innovation is not as bad as that. Mephalan. What you find now when you hear the narrations about warning against Majaz Ahlul Bidah, the warning against sitting the people of innovation, or the warning against being in their company, or the warning against that if you're with them, then you're from them. Or if you're not with us, then you're against us. If you're not, if you're not with us, then you're against us. You hear these narrations. And then the person will say, an individual may say. He may regard this affair as being minuscule by saying that that was in relation to the Jamia. That was in relation to the Asha'ir. That was in relation to the Qadriyyah. What they was upon was worse. So we should not make big. <coughs> so we should not implement these narrations upon individuals of today. You hear people say these things. bin billah. You hear someone say, yes, I know so-and-so, he's upon innovation. I know so-and-so, he's fallen into this error. Yes, that client that, that this person said, we know this client is not correct. But we cannot say that he's the same as, so, as these individuals here. No one's saying that. No one's saying that, for example, the errors of those individuals that are falling into errors today are the same as those that have fallen into errors before. But what we are saying, is that the person has to remain ala hadha. the person has to remain upon that state of cautiousness, and that's, as I said, the person may say that you cannot be, you cannot make hajj of such an individual, you can't boycott such a person, just because he made a qaeda, it's not that he, like he denied, denied, denied the attributes of Allah, it's not like he said that the Quran is the claim of Allah, these people are worse. But this is, this is, or this comparison is outside of its place. As us as individuals, when it comes to having that jealousy for our deen, and when it comes to having that caution when it comes to innovation, we are cautious with every single innovation. Rather, as well, when, when, when you address the affair of innovation, and when you look at innovations, and where they, maybe where they end up is one thing. However, where they start is that they have some form of comparison to the Haqq. Now, There's some form of comparison to the Haqq. For example, for example, in it is Shi'ism, Naam? Shi'ism didn't begin with these individuals beating themselves to pieces on the 10th of Muharram. Let didn't begin with that. Now there were no words to began, or what it began with. In the She-ism. what, where did it begin? What, or what was the? How did it appear? If you say? Because in the beginners, like I said, it didn't it begin with these individuals now that pray three times a day, deny parts of the Quran, beat themselves? On a specific day of the year. They begin with that. Where did it begin? Anyone know? Something to do, something to do with the Khulafara ash preference of Ali over Uthman. No, preference of Ali over Uthman. Mukhaarifat al-Jama'ah. So... It's opposed to Jamaah. No, but this was just this was an affair that was much smaller than what you see now. It began with that they had they preferred Ali over Uthman, so they had they held Abu Bakr to the to the station and the status that he was due. Likewise, Umar, but when it came to Uthman, they said Ali. They put preferred Ali over it. man, this is the shayat, This what the the the, the 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 beginnings of it. Now nah. and so imagine now you say that this is a small affair, but it doesn't remain like that. Because the reality is, is that any form of innovation is something which is inspired by shaitan. And then shaitan does not leave you upon that small affair. Shaitan doesn't leave you with that one thing. He may leave you as an individual upon that one thing, but those that follow you will continue to add, add, and add, and add. As Sheikh Fawzan is mentioning, that he's mentioning that when it comes to innovations, you have an affair of misguidance, but then what comes after is an idafa. So you have an addition to it, then an idafa, then an addition to it. Naam? And so, the, the reality of these innovations is innovation, that they resemble the Haqq. A person may seek. about oh, these individuals, what's wrong with these individuals? Why are they so harsh with these people? You, you might hear someone say. No. They believe the same things that we believe about Abu Bakr. They believe the same things that we believe about Umar. No. They don't even make Seb of, of man." He just mentioned that, he, that Ali should have came first. Is that clear? The, 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 the manner in which, in which these things appear. And why they have to be dealt with and warned against. And the, 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 the haqq is made clear and manifest from its beginnings. So that these things are not seen as anything of great harm. What Allah Adam. And so it cannot be said that these, this is a bid'ah soghira. Now, this is a small bid'ah. This, now, this is a small, this is just a small innovation. Should, this ibadah this should never be said. Rabbi the Sheikh mentioned bid'ah miflul jamrah. And so, bid'ah is like the embers, the embers of a fire. Now, even if it's small, for here, takbur hatta tuhrekal bayt. And so the Sheikh Sheikh Fozan has given the similitude of the small ember of the flame, or the embers from the fire. Now, I mean, if you have the small embers of the fire, what is appointed to do with that is to put it out, extinguish it. Even though a person says, no, it's only small sparks. Nah, there's only small sparks, small embers. Leave it, it's not, it's not a fire, is it? But the reality is, is that a lot of fires come from they These small embers And these small sparks And it's not being viewed as something That doesn't harm Rather If you leave these small embers Now these embers This, jam, this jamrah, Becomes the fire to hirak al-bayt It becomes the fire Which causes the house To be engulfed in flames And the fire begins In the, in the whole house or or ballot, kullahu, or whether it is a, in persons, place of business, it could cause a fire the a whole person, place of business, or the whole land. And thus he mentions the bait and the majority of the fire comes from. Irregarding or regarding it being minuscule, the sparks. Regarding the sparks to be minuscule things. Majority of fires come from regarding the sparks as being minuscule, being small sparks. Now, how many times a person will say, just leave, just leave, it's not important. Now, so it's important when it comes to innovations. And mukhalafatul haq, you know, someone opposing the haq, that it's not you look at it and independently, and you address it independently, and this is mukhalafa, So we address it as a makhalafer, something which is uh, in the opposition. We don't address it in the context of greater things or things that are worse, because those things that are worse rather came from those smaller things as well. So rather you, you deal with it as they come. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam. Nahum <laughs> biha, bal yasudd Bidah. And so the person is not lax when it comes to these innovations. Rather, he closes the door upon the innovations in its totality. As the Messenger of Allah وسلم, mentioned, And beware of the newly invented affairs. إياكم تحذير المخلفات البدع مطلقًا سواء كانت مُحْذَفَات صغيرة أو مُحْذَفَات كبيرة لم يستفتح رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شيئاً من البدع فنهي نعم فنهيه عام في جميع البدع. and so the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم when he said umur, na الأمور نا إياكم مخلفات الأمور يعني beware of the newly invented affairs. this this warning is تحذير it was a warning against the innovations in its totality. Whether they were muhdifat, whether they were newly invented affairs which were small, or whether they were newly invented affairs which were bigger. The message of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, did not mention any form of exception. Naam, when it came to these innovations. So his prohibition was one which was, um, one which was general. And likewise, his statement, وسلم, was, and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented affairs. The most evil of the affairs are the newly invented ones. He did not mention, al not. Yani, ashramah <laughs> uh, muhdufatuhah, yani, illa Sahira yani. Some evil affairs are the newly invented ones, except if they're small, or except if they are minuscule, if they're minor. No, all the newly invented affairs are the most evil of the affairs. And understand when it comes to, when you reflect upon Dalala, a lot of the time the dolala will come as small, small affairs. And it's upon the person to have hirs. Now, the person to have hirfs when it comes to, and you know, be steadfast and ardent when it comes to knowing the means of the shayati to lead a person astray. What's the greatest thing that, the, that the, as Ibn Qayyim mentions, you know, the steps that the shaytan will take to lead a person astray? What's the greatest thing that the shaytan will try to call a person to in leading them astray? The greatest thing, of course, is what? Shirk and kufr. So he'll try to lead a person to shirk and kufr. To lead them astray. If you cannot get them with the shirk and kufr, then what? Bidah. Innovations. Now, you try to get them with the innovations. If you cannot get them with the innovations, then what? Major sins. The major sins. Why is it the major sins? Or why is it the bidah? He, he stri- the shaitan seeks to strive before the major sins. With the sin? The sin you can repent from, or the you take that as a deen. The, nah, the, when it comes to the that the person regards it as being deen. He regards it as being him, himself doing something which is يعني, to qarub, an action of tukarub, an action of taqarub, drawing nearer to Allah. So Shaytan will try to get the person with that first and foremost, because the person is less likely to make tawbah from that, until if the affair is made clear to him. When it comes to the sin, the person knows it's a sin. And if it's a major sin, even the major sin, he knows it's a major sin. So if the person is granted tawfiq by Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will repent from that. But Shaitan seeks to lead the person astray by way of major sins. What is a major sin? Or how do you know a sin is a major sin? It has a specific punishment. It has a specific punishment where? In which which abode? Dunya, Akhira, Barzakh. Barzakh. In? in this life and the next so if you hear of a punishment in this life and the next likewise as well, how do you know something may be a major sin so if there's a specific punishment mentioned about it what else? Uh, the, curse, the curse of Allah the curse of Allah. of Allah something else as well let's make, tawba from, it. To make tawba from it No, but how do you know something else that is also mentioned as well is if there is a comparison with the Shayateen that this is from the action of the shayateen that this is from, from the action of the shayateen or the, the, the ikhwan the shayateen you are brethren brethren with the shayateen if the person does these particular actions type. if now, the shaytan does not able to get you with the ka, ka, the amul the, 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 kabira now, the greater the, the major sins then what? The? Sins. Now, the minor sins the minor sins the Saga'ir of But not only the Sarahid, but what though? Israr, now. That the person is continuous upon the minor sins. The person is continuous upon minor sins. So, if the Shaitan cannot get you with the minor sins, then what? No, no. Doubts. Not necessarily doubts. Doubt's, doubts is what called... These are all doubts, if anything. And it causes these things. Mustahabat. Leaving off the mustahabbat, Leaving off that which is mustahab. Leaving off the mustahabbat. If you give not leaving off mustahabbat, then what? Engaging in? Engaging in the mubah too much. Now, I'm overly indulging in the mubah. Why? Why is this? If it was mubah, why is this from the shaitan? Naam. Because occupying you with that, that does not increase you in Iman, increase you into taqarrub So occupies you with that, which is, is it, may sound, it may be enjoyable, and you're not going to, you're not going to be sinful for it, but it's occupying you with that, which is not beneficial for your Akhirah. Naam. And if he cannot get you with that, then what, finally? Lesser of the, good deeds. the lesser of the good deeds. Naam. So they're good deeds. They're both good deeds. However, there's one action which is better than the other. The shaitan will want you to do that one which has less benefit than the other. Now the shaitan may want you to do that action which has less benefit than the other. This is an example. These are examples of how the shayateen work in terms of the ibad. And that the person must be haris. And that this is why the person should not regard any, any affair that is mukhalif al-haq as being too small. Now, how many times do you hear this? dimensioning? someone saying, in a mas'ala, that is it haram? Now, is it haram for me to do this? So you say, ah, you know, leave that. Don't do that. It's not befitting. Someone say, is it haram? The reality is, some of our Mashiach used to mention, that the companions, they would ask, what actions can I do? And what actions from the Mustahabbat, what more actions can I do of ibadah? Now, as time goes on, the people start to ask, what can I get out of? Do I have to do that? Am I sinful if I leave it? But the act the action should be, what is the the, the, the fuddle, where's the fuddle in what I do? Where is the most beneficial action for me to do? This is where the person really benefits. This is when the person really striving you know, to to Allah. Because all he's thinking about is what can I do? Not it, not can I do this, can I get away with this? Is this halal? Now is it is it permissible for me to do? Because we mentioned from these millions of shaitan is that like he will just busy you with the things that may be permissible for you to do. Like it's not beneficial for you to do it's not the best thing for you to do that with your time and that is the best commodity that we have as a band the best commodity that we have is our is our time and so going back to our topic of today when we have these newly invented affairs newly invented umur, the newly invented affairs if a person regards it as being small then this is the madkhal of the shaytan. This is the means of entry, the door of entry to the shaytan. Where he will begin to call you to that which is worse and worse and worse and worse. And this is from the tariqah of the shayatin, as we mentioned here. Naam, the tariqah of the shayatin is to call you to the worst thing first and foremost. If he's able to, then he, then it, he sufficed. But then he'll try to get lesser and lesser and lesser and lesser, but still call you to that which is, that is not beneficial to you. Example, another example of that, which was mentioned just as uh, it came to mind, is something where it, came to, it comes to the wasawis of the shayateen, uh, the whispers of the shaytan. And uh, sheikh Shaykh Abdullah Bukhari, he mentioned this kisser of an individual. He mentioned this kisser of the individual where he would make wudu so much, just the whispers, he would make wudu so much, that um, when he would leave that bathroom, his whole thaw was covered in water. His whole thobe was covered in water. I remember, I remember him, mentioning, him, him narrating this kiss at the time. And there was uh, maybe some of the Tula in the gathering. They started to laugh a bit. Cause they, maybe they, you know, you're imagining a person coming out of the bathroom covered in water. And Sheikh Shaykh Abdullah, he mentioned, it's not an affair, it's not a laughing matter. Rather, such an individual, I fear for his Islam. He mentioned, because uh, the Shaytan is not going to just whisper to you about yani, your wudu. Not the just whisper to you about your wudu. And the sh- the Shaykh went, went on to elaborate. He mentioned all that that if a person just whispers about their wudu, then they're going to doubt. They're, they're essentially doubting the validity, the validity of their wudu. Hence why they keep doing it over and over and over again. They are doubting the validity of their wudu. They doubt that they have washed everybody body part. If they doubt the validity of their wudu, then what is that going to mean? They are going to doubt what? The validity of their salah. They are going to doubt the validity of their salah. If they thus va- doubt the validity of their salah, then they are going to doubt what? The Islam. They are going to doubt the validity of their Islam. If such a person doubts the validity of his Islam, this is the person that may, may cause an individual to despair and say <coughs> and believe that this deed of Islam is one of hardship or mashaqqa and have this enter into his heart where he will feel like there's no action he can do it except that he is destined to be doomed. And then such a person. Will leave off all actions of Ibadah. Leave off Islam, leave off all the affairs of Deen. And it began it will begin with the person question wudu. But lead to that. Begin with something small and relatively small. I right, one action of Ibadah and lead to that. And this is something that me personally I've witnessed with my own eyes. An individual would, would this individual would question his wudu question is wudu. Have wasawis about his wudu. And he would in, and he would allow the wasawis of the shayateen to cause him to despair about his wudu. As such this individual now is not Muslim anymore. <coughs> Left the fold of Islam with Allah guide him. But this is the, as we mentioned, as we go, go back to the topic of today, this is the madhal of the Shayateen and the madkhal of the shar, it may begin as something small, but it doesn't mean that it will remain as something small, and so it's a it's best that it is extinguished while it is still something small. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Now the Sheikh goes on to mention that kullu of uhdifat, fi innovation that was ummah was first small, it spoke of the truth, so he tried to enter it, but he minha not get out of it. And so, likewise, the innovations. Likewise, when it comes to the innovations that have been newly invented amongst this ummah, that its beginnings were, yani, small, small affair. And it was something which was resembling the truth. Thus, it caused the people to be deceived by it. So, those that entered into that, that bidah. I took on that innovation. They were deceived by it. And they were not able to leave it there, thereafter. But they were deceived and they regarded that as being truth. And this is why we refer to these things as Shubuhat. And it's because it's Shabihan. It's resemblance of the hat. Ah. Naam. These actions begin as something small. That should begin something small and resemble the truth. If you look at the affair of the for example the Sufis, the Sufia. Where does what Sufia come from? Anyone know? What Suf. Where is Suf? No. Wool. No, wool, wool and clothing. No. And so this wool and clothing was regarded as being the clothing of those that are upon zuhud. Naam. Those that have absence from the dunya, those that weren't engaged with the dunya. If we refer to zuhud now, and we talk about zuhud, zuhud is something which is mahmud. Zuhud is something which is praiseworthy. Naam. However, it begins as something which resembles the truth. I in that regard, zuhud. And when you look at the ghulat sufia now, there's something which is absolutely far removed from the truth. Na'am, absolutely far removed from the truth. People dancing in, within their masajid and all the rest of that. But it began with this affair of zuhud, and now they're deferred from zuhud. Na'am. Rather, they've made zuhud from the Haqq. And so this is why you have the statement of Ali ibn Talib as well. Where he mentions a kalimatul Haqq, a Ridbiha Batil. كلمة الحق أريد biha batil. نعم that the كلمة الحق is a statement of truth however it is intended for battle. So a person may make a statement of truth however its intent is falsehood and so that's how as well you find that innovations enter upon the people why? because with that كلمة they don't intend for the people to be upon haqq. Nam, but they intend the people to be on batin. so when people call the people that are seek to be upon the truth, and uh, possibly, they will call them in a manner which will uh which will entice them or which will they will incline towards. So they have to use the haqq. Hence why when you find individuals now from the people of misguidance and innovation, they will quote, if they want to speak to the you. they will quote, the scholars of, of Ahlul Sunnah. They will say, Sheikh said, they will say, Sheikh Bin Baas said, they will say, Sheikh said, and that he was with us. And these are the same people that were speaking about them when they were alive. Naam. Same individuals from the same Jama'ah, but after their death, they seek to lead the people astray with the statements of the scholars and the kalimat of the scholars, and misconstruing the kalimat of the scholars, or if they can't be bothered to misconstrue, just lying upon the scholars. This is what is done. And this is not something that you'll find over the years. We our scholars now, and I preserve them. After their deaths, you'll find the people of Bartil, the people of Desires, starting to quote from them in relation to that. Starting to quote from them in order to take the people away from the truth. Hence why as well it's upon us to be attached to the Haqq and not the people. So that when a person comes and says, this is the statement of Fulan." If we say whoever in mankind, whoever it may be that has made that statement, because we're acquainted with the Haq it doesn't matter who's made that statement because we are acquainted with the Haq And we're not going to allow whoever made the statement to waver us upon that Haq Because our Islam is not attached to individuals, our Islam is attached to the nasus, to the texts, and the faham of the salaf. And so when a person does seek to entice or flatter with the words of the scholars and those, those that we respect and those that we love for their, for their istikama when they seek to entice us with that then it's a haraka sakin, as they say there's no movement from us when Allah tafit ilayhim we do not pay them any attention why? because we know this is mukhalaf al-haq whether or not our sheikh, our scholar said it or not is, is neither here nor there Rather, it's supposed the it's truth, so we leave it. Now, and so, the Sheikh Fawzali goes to the summation, al al ما حدثت في الأمة بسبب تساهل مع الأهل الإفساد حتى عادوا في العرض فسادا وغسلوا أدمغد الشباب وحشوا من الشر حتى, حتى حصلت الفتن في الإسلام And so when the and the, the, the relations began in Islam It began by way of a tasahul A tasahul Now that the people were lax when it came to the Ahlul Ifsad i.e. the people of corruption Naam And if you have to sah with the people of corruption, if you are lax with the people of corruption and you're negligent with the people of corruption, then it's going to allow them to continue to spread their corruption. It's going to continue to spread their corruption. And this affair of refuting the bartil, clarifying the truth, no, that has been deemed We have to clarify the truth. If the truth has come to us, we have to clarify that truth. Because the reality is, is that again, as we said, it's from deen. So, if we remain silent, what that allows for is that the person begins to spread that further and further and further. Are we meant to be, to sit back, and just be an audience, be spectators as we see the person spreading Barton amongst the people. As we said last week, that a person does not come with a Qaeda. We're referring to Ali Hassan al Halabi with, with his false kawaid, or Abu Hassan al Ma'arbi with his false kawaid, or uh, Ibrahim al Ruhili with his false kawaid. whoever. A person does not come with false kawaid, except that they want that to be implemented after them. So what they want those kawaii to be implemented after them, the principles to be implemented after them. Now so for example, just to just to mention one example of a qaida where Ali Hassan Al-Halabi said that La تجعل al khilaf fi bainina sababan بيننا. khilaf bainana. Or la sabal al khilaf alina, sabab al khilaf so do not make our differing about someone other than ourselves a reason for us to differ amongst ourselves. Now, nah. first and foremost, this speech is speech which appears to be fair seeming. Let's not let's not have differing amongst ourselves. We differ about someone else. Why should we differ amongst ourselves? Now nah. however, such a principle essentially is just a rewording of the initial principle of the Khwani Muslimin. Al al That we leave off that which we disagree upon and we come together upon what we agree upon. Essentially, in this regard, the thing that we disagree upon is this individual. But we disagree upon him about put, regarding Usool, a deen. So we cannot just leave off that fact that we disagree about this person the usul a deen. Does that make sense, for? is that clear? So then now if we say that we don't, we can't leave off that disagreement. What we understand from that now as well is that when it comes to a person, if he took on that qa'ida, then it would mean that I can be friends with this individual. This individual, okay, he speaks about the rulers, but me and you can still be friends. I'm going to walk with this individual, I'm going to sit with this individual, he speaks about the rulers. It's not great, but we can still be friends. Me and you can still be friends. It's not the way of the Salaf. This is what not the, the Tatabika of the manager of the Salaf. This is not application of the manager of the Salaf when it comes to the Ma'aman of Ahlul bid'ah. However, and when implemented, it produces this manhaj al-afya. As yani open, wide, vast, and accommodating. So this is what we understand when we understand when we cut the things off from its from its root as well. And leave it and cut things off from its beginnings is so that it cannot be implemented thereafter as well. That the principles cannot be implemented thereafter. Going all the way back to what we mentioned before as well, about the, the station and the state of the companions, is that we defend the companions, no doubt, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised them. And they are thikaat, all them udool. But also... If we allow for the person to make seb of the companions, then what does that allow for? What did we mention? It's going back a few weeks. It's about the Prophet sallallahu alaihi and essentially, what then? Islam. Because if you make seb of those, the rawats the narrators, the first narrators of Islam, and the deen that came to the Prophet sallallahu now, if you throw doubt upon these individuals, then not only throwing doubt upon them, you want to throw doubt, up, you want, it opens the door for you to try and throw doubt upon the Prophet وسلم, it opens the door for you also to throw doubt upon what they're narrating. And what they're narrating is nothing but deen. And this is why we mention that when it comes to the enemies of Islam from amongst them, the Moustesh by the Orientalists, that the Orientalists, they may speak about the Prophet وسلم, in their, some of their writings, Now I mean, so the evil speech. But what you find the majority of the writings are about are who? The Sahaba. The companions. Large amounts of their writings about the companions. Trying to cause people to doubt about the companions. Right? Because they seek to enter through a particular door. As we mentioned, these are are from the the means of the shayateen. When we're referring to the shayateen, it can be the shayateen that insult jinn. And that the shayateen will want to come on the particular path... Causing the people to flee from, from the greater. This is something that occurs at every single level. So, when it comes to these minor affairs, or what is regarded as being minor affairs, if you allow it to grow, then it will cause greater harm, and Allah Ta'ala knows best. Now, thereafter, the Sheikh he goes into to mention that. When it comes to Bidah, a person cannot be free of Bidah except by way of having ilm al Except by way of ilm al beneficial knowledge. Ilm al as Ibn Rajab Ibn mentions, ilm al nafi' is knowledge which is acted upon. It's not just knowledge which is, which is governed, knowledge which is acted upon. As for the one that does not have knowledge, then he will be taken by innovations. Now he'll be taken by where those innovations. And he will regard it as being taibah, it as being something good. Why because he doesn't know about innovations? So he does not equip himself with knowledge, beneficial knowledge. He doesn't equip himself with knowledge, then act upon it. All he knows is that he's doing his action, he likes it, he thinks it's good. Naham, but he doesn't equip, equip himself with beneficial knowledge. Hence, why it's important the person that hears the command of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, وَيَمَنْشِزْفَ sunnati بِالسُنَّةِ وَالسُنَّةِ Rashidin al So upon you is my sunnah, and the Sunnah قال the يعني yani thereafter هذا هو This is the individual that will be free from innovation and protect himself from innovation. We have the a person has knowledge. and he has understanding of the Deen of Allah. ولهذا لما كان السلف افقه and so due to that, you find that the Salaf who had the greatest understanding any of deen from amongst the ummah, this ummah. We understand this, we know this. The best understanding, those, those who understood the, the deen the best were the Salaf. That's why we say we're Salafi. We want to follow them and their understanding. So when they had the with the fact that they had the greatest understanding, we had, we look upon that and we see that they were the individuals that were the most stern when it came to warning against its innovations, warning against innovations, and warning against his people. Now, and so this was due to the fact that they are aware that this, this, these innovations would draw the people, drag the people into fitten, drag the people into any you know, trials and tribulations. If the people became busied with these innovations. Now, and so, these innovations and these newly invented affairs, they occur when it comes to the greater of them, or the smaller of them. And so, when it came to these salaf, then they were well aware of the innovations. They were there from the Corona mufaddala these were the generations, I, the, these, the, the preferred and the, the best of the generations. Did not, they did not accept anything, allow for anything of innovation. And we know this, and their status, due to the fact that he, وسلم, the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, he mentions, خيركم... The best of you are my generation. Then those that follow them, and those that follow them, they did not used to be. They not used to be individuals that were lax when it comes to, when it came to yani, innovations. Rather, they were, in the, they were people that were we, strong upon the truth, busied upon the truth from these generations, the best of generations. And they had, yeah, they would strive against innovations and strive against yeah, all forms of, of evil. Now, and so we find that there's fitan that will occur amongst the Muslims. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preserved this deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his has preserved this deen by way of the one that adheres to the way of the salaf of this ummah. And even if you find that the people fall into the innovations, and the people fall into these fitan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace them with another that will be better. As Allah states, winter walldo yes step del com and raid a kumfumalay kunum and you And if you were and if they were to turn away as the people naam as the people were to turn away, I from the haq then there will be change and they will be replaced with other than them. That were not like them, in their manner of return away from the truth. <clears throat> allah allows <Ta'ala> <laughs> allah mentions for so yet, to Allah be cold in your him buhum Allahu Taala will replace them with a people that love Him, or replace him with a people that He loves and they love Him. For Allahu <laughs> la yudi' dinahu, لكن نحن الذين نضيع And so there's no loss with Allah Ta'ala in terms of deen. If a person leaves, if a person abandons the haq, he abandons the haq. That's his loss. The loss is for us if we abandon that truth. The loss is not with Allah Ta'ala. The loss is with us. And so... It's upon these innovations that when it comes to these inner or it's upon these those that, that have these new limited affairs, that we don't have to sihle with them. We are not lax with them. We don't have to samuh I have to Samo we say okay, you do this innovation, but make sure you don't do that one. Okay, you're gonna profit so his birthday, let's make sure you don't dance. Make sure you don't listen to, to play music on the day. That's that, it's all mukhalifat. So we treat it as mukhalifat. We treat it as opposition to the haqq. Now, thereafter, uh, Baba Hari mentions, and so it becomes greater and it becomes deen for these individuals. That they seek to take this as a deen, as a way of practice. And if a person is left upon these innovations, to see it here Dean, Na. It becomes Dean thereafter. If you contemplate the practice of many individuals, regardless of who they who they are where they're from, but a person does an action that opposes the Haqq, that person May regard that action as being something good. He sees that as being deen. He sees that action as being the action of deen. And that action began from somewhere though. That's the point. And its mansha, its beginning point, was not with the Prophet That's the important point as well. It's not with the Prophet Because if it's with the Prophet, alayhi sallam, it's sunnah. For now, khudu be? We take the action ourselves and we act upon it. But its mention, its beginning point was after the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You find these actions, any action. Maybe be the action that you find with the janatis, or the actions that people do when they move into new homes. Nah, or the actions that people do when they celebrate particular celebrations, or the actions that people do when they 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 pray they pray some particular prayers that don't exist. All of these things they they began from somewhere, but when it begins, now over generations, people lose their way, people people engage in knowledge less, and so this now becomes something of deed. This now becomes an action of deed, and with that as well, as we mentioned, once a person engages with an innovation that will cause an action of sunnah to be removed from them as well. So they regardless this thing of being deen, but that which is khair, wa ahsan lahum, that which was better for them to do, and from an action of sunnah, they leave that. Because they're busied with the bid'ah. So they've left that off. Now, and so, what we understand like the And so we understand that once with these innovations, you don't understand from that that with these innovations now that it's going, to remove the, it's going to remove the deen in totality, of course not. We understand that Ahlul Haqq, the of I will always remain. And we know that affairs of deen that we will find that will be ejected at the head of every century. So we know that the, the affair of deen will always be there. However, it may be a case that innovations overcome a certain people or a certain location. And then it's a must that the deen is supported and, and the deen, and victory for the deen comes about in another location where they seek to call the people to the truth. Allah knows best. And so, likewise as mentioned, al- hadith الْحَدِيثِ عَنَّهُ فِي الْآكَرَ zaman. <music> T talk of the Sunan in. Bidan. But bidat Sunan Sunan. Hata is a huri huri rat you call ruyrad. With the Ankaratha Kalu Turkirad. This is narration found in Sulanan uh So as mentioned in the hadith as well, that there will come a time an end of time where the Sunan, actions of Sunan, are regarded as being bidah, are regarded as being innovations. And innovations are regarded as being Sunan. To the extent that if it is changed, I, these innovations are changed, then it will be said that you've changed something of deed. And if they are to be warned against and rejected, then it will be said you are warned and rejected something of deed. Now, this narration is found in Sunnah Diary. And the masannaf of Abdul Razak, al and Ibn Abi Shaybah masannaf as well. And so, this is Allah Ta'ala's best, is what we, we witness now. When it comes to action of sunnah, from people, they will say that this action is, yani Mukhalif. it is extreme. Depending on who you speak to, some people say it is extreme. Some people say it is too lax. When you speak to the extremists, they will say you are too lax. With the of Sunnah. We speak to those that are, that fall short in relation to the Sunnah, they'll say that you're extreme with the of Sunnah. It depends on who you speak to. However, it's become a time where the truth has become bartered amongst the people and the barter has become the truth. Now, and finally, the path, the Islam. So, such individuals, when they take this as deen, then they have left and they oppose the straight path of the Surat al and they've left Islam. And the al Bida, he, inc- he, he continues upon that way. So the person of innovation, the person that has fallen into innovation, he continues upon that way until everything he does is innovation. Or everything he's done is based upon innovation. And to the extent that he leads with Islam. Because now, when we refer to bid'ah, it's not just small action that we refer to, of course not. When we were talking about bid'ah innovations then we are referring to not just the small actions, but bid'at makafara as well. Innovations, which are of innovations which leads or upon, or the person is upon kufr by way of those innovations. So this began here. Something small. And led to this, and led to this, and led to this, and led to this, and led, led, led to this, until the person was upon something greater. And that thing that they're upon is kufr. Now, going back to the example we mentioned, the example of to show you the example of Shi'ism, where it began with just giving precedence to Uthman over Ali. Presence to Ali over Uthman rather. Just giving precedence to Ali over Uthman, And then what did it become, except that what we see today, where people may take fear of some of the companions and make shatam and make sep of the companions speak ill of the companions. Well, that didn't begin there. It began with something much smaller. Until the basis, the hustle of what they were upon was innovation. And so thus it was kufur. And the person leads the fold of Islam by way of that. Now, to the extent that nothing remains from his deen from the sunnah. So nothing from the sunnah remain, Nothing from his deen remain from the sunnah. You cannot recognise... Anything in his practice which is from the sunnah or the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. sallam. Wa yadhubillah. Insha'Allah, we'll conclude with that point there. Barakallahu feekum, Wa jazakum allahu khaira. Wa sallallahu wa barak. Ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi sallam.